an Englishman in San Diego at Emerald City Comic Con 2018. Hi, this is Dan. I'm with Englishman in San Diego here at Emerald City Comic Con 2018, talking to Russell Nolte about with Wannabe Press about some of the stuff he has out right now, as well as projects that are coming up. So, Russell, tell us about some of the current projects and current books you have out. Sure. So, uh, the book we last put out was a book called Pixie Dust. It just has been out two weeks. We premiered it at Long Beach Comic Expo two weeks ago, and... Uh, before then, we had to run a Kickstarter that was $25,000 raised, and which came into our warehouse at the end of January. I shipped it at the beginning of February to over 600 backers. And uh, people have been really, the response has been amazing. It's been the best reviewed book we've ever had. It's been the most reviewed book we've ever had. We've got there quicker than any other book. And uh, it's about a pixie monster hunter that is betrayed, murdered, sells her soul to the queen of the underworld, and comes back as a zombie to seek revenge on the king that killed her. And where can people purchase this book from? So right now, uh, it's only at the show. After the show, I'm going to put it on our website. But the way that our my company works is we have some... I don't want to say lower quality, but I'm going to. Uh, lower quality trade paperback books on Amazon and through Ingram. And then when we go to shows, we bring our hardcover collector editions. Because you want to keep the experience uh, exclusive for shows. You want them to give them something they can't get in many other places. So the hardcovers are really only available three places. Uh, at shows. Anytime we do a Kickstarter, we'll bring some of them out. And then on our website. Uh, so yeah, those two places. Tell us about some of the previous books that people can get ordered from your website. Okay, so uh, can I curse? Feel free. I can't really tell you two about two of the books unless I curse because there's okay. curse words in the title. So um, the one we put out right before Pixie Dust was called Monsters and Other Scary Shit. Usually if somebody knows who I am, it's because of that book. It's an anthology of monster stories from cute to scary and everything in between. Uh, the cover is drawn by Aaron Alexevich and it glows in the dark. Usually the cover is a yellow glow-in-the-dark eyes, but there is an exclusive variant which has white glow-in-the-dark eyes as well. And basically what it was was an invite-only anthology, and I specifically invited people who love monsters, who work with monsters, or put out books that involve monsters. Because most monster anthologies that I've seen, and there are some, generally deal with horror and horror exclusively or skew heavily horror at the worst. I like horror. But monsters are so much more. And I've been pegged as a horror author even though most of what I write is fantasy because my first two books, my first book was horror, Ichabod Jones' Monster Hunter. My second book, Katrina Hates Dead Shit, uh, had a big zombie on the front. Um, and I don't mind... Again, I have to always say this, I don't mind horror. I'm just not a horror author. If anything, I'm a fantasy author. And so I kind of wanted to do a book that showed that monsters can be more than horror. So monsters are in Adventure Time, Lord of the Rings, regular show, there's on Sesame Street, and we showcase all of that in the anthology. And it's kind of a love letter to monsters and how is how I normally talk about it because it's from monster lovers for monster lovers exploring all of the ways and reasons that we love monsters and that's a 224 page anthology 
And is that NFL Today also available via your website? It is. That is available on our website. Um, there is, again, it's a soft cover edition on, uh, on Amazon. Uh, but the hardcover one, there's really no reason not get the hardcover one. Unless you really like Amazon. Uh, because we intentionally put worse quality, put our like cheaper books because they sell better on Amazon. But we put all of our attention into these hardcover books. But then we want people to be able to buy the soft cover ones because they're slightly cheaper. But the soft cover ones generally have a, not as good a paper stock. They have a, not as good a cover. They don't have any of the extra additions. We basically strip everything out so we can make it as cheap as possible. But the additions that we try to push are these hardcover exclusive ones which are only available on our site and at the show to retain that exclusive experience. Because we want people to feel like they're getting something special the collector editions for being part of our community. And we do, specifically I do, a lot of community building. You know, we have a, a, a Facebook group, we have a reader group, we have a mailing list, we have all of these things to like bring people into our universe and then give stuff to them so that they feel like they're included. And part of the, that experience is if you're part of our community, we're going to give you these really beautiful, amazing editions that, in my opinion, are the kind of books that you just don't see on the independent market. Uh, especially for me, like I'm one guy. I have freelancers, right? but I'm one human. And so there's some people that do hardcovers for one book, but I've now put out four hardcover books. And I was just thinking about this earlier, like at what point, like, are you established in that you are not like a one-trick pony, right? Because like a lot of people can put out one beautiful, gorgeous book, and I feel like we've done it now four times. Um, and they just keep getting better. I'm like, I feel like, uh, do you remember the second Matrix movie? Yeah. So regardless of quality of that movie, the architect at the end said something, the bearded older guy said something. He said, uh, this will be the ex eighth time we've destroyed Zion and every time we get more and more efficient at it. And I feel that way about books. Like we now are about to release our fifth book um, later this year, which is hardcover. And every time we get ruthlessly more and more efficient at doing it. Um, so we can do it better and we can cater, not a cheaper experience, but just a better experience. And if we try to do anything that want to be present, it's to cater to the experience. We want to give you, the fans, something that is special that you can't get other places and really be the kind of publisher that like has this community and this strong community feeling. We're not a big publisher, but the fan base that we have is like very dedicated to us because above all else, we put the fans first. Like I am making my books for them. Yes, I'm making them because I want to make them, but I'm making them with them in mind. And can you tell us about that new book that you mentioned? Sure. So we have a new anthology that we are producing now. A lot of amazing artists. I love the book, Monsters and Other Scary Shit. And this is a new anthology where the art is even like 10 times better than that. And that is called Cthulhu is Hard to Spell. <laughs> it's a all-ages Lovecraft gods anthology. And uh, I love Lovecraft, but I think he is a overrated horror author as far as his prose. His stories are often very similar to each other. You have this weird town, 
scary stuff happens. There's an antagonist who finds a cult and that cult ends up being like five minutes at the end, ends up being this big, cool monster. And I wanted to take them, but I think he is an underrated theologian. Like he's an underrated world builder and myth builder. And so I wanted to highlight the gods part of the Cthulhu mythos, which is something that most people do not do. They talk about a lot about the world, the horror aspect, and I'm interested as a publisher and as a human in the mythology aspect. So the Azatoth and the Shinigarath and um, Haster and the Dreamlands and all of these other places that are usually overlooked by Lovecraft fans, but I think are the most interesting part of Lovecraft as an uh, author. And when will this book be out? So uh, the you guys are getting a big exclusive because I don't even talk about this ever. Okay. Um, because I I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> so knock on wood, uh, this book uh, has a deadline of June first for all of the art. Okay. We have some amazing artists. I'm not going to spoil it because I don't want like for some reason something happens. I don't want to tell you the artist. Okay. And then like they have to pull out for some reason so uh but um, the art is amazing my favorite part of doing the anthologies is like i get to have some of my favorite artists inside the book right um and so that is going to so the deadline for art is june 1st and then we're starting a kickstarter on um, september 1st okay we're hopeful um, uh, Aaron Alexovich has, I can say this Aaron Alexovich has tentatively agreed based on his schedule to come back for the cover so Aaron uh, drew the Oni Invader Zim comics okay. he's been he's uh, and he he's very busy um, he also did my favorite book of all time Serenity Rose besides my own of course um, and he's tentatively agreed to come back to do the cover again to do another sort of he does he's like the biggest Lovecraft fan and the biggest like monster fan so to have him do the cover is incredible because I'm trying like, I want to make another book that is for Lovecraft lovers from Lovecraft lovers expressing everything that we love about Lovecraft just like we did with monsters right so I tried to make sure that the people that were involved in the book weren't just doing anything about Lovecraft like they were they were people that loved the lore and wanted to help build out that lore like so many people have done for the past 70 years. 60 years? Yeah. Long time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm at, a sh- I'm at the show, so I don't remember the exact uh, time frame. No worries. Uh, but, um, you know, people have been taking up the Lovecraft mantle and expanding on the myth and the mythology for close to 100 years at this point. Um, and one of the things I love about Lovecraft is he was... Again, you can you can say what you uh, outside of that. There are some questionable things about Lovecraft's character that have come out since his death. He was always very open to letting people expand on his world. Like he was freely open to people uh, uh, adding to what he had. And I think as an artist, that's a very rare quality where you just give. A mythology and you want other people to expand upon it usually people are very guarded about that so that part about Lovecraft despite what you like or dislike about his politics or anything else is something I think to be commended and that his contribution to mythology and theology um, is something that I don't think can be overstated 
because to me, in the last hundred years, there's not another person who was more competent at the mythology, at, at creating mythology, like from scratch, than Howard Lovecraft. Now, other than the um, Lovecraft mythology, what other projects are in the pipeline for you guys? So, most of what I'm doing now is I'm novelizing our most popular book, Katrina Hates Dead Shit, and adding sequels to it. And I'm doing the same with Pixie Dust. And so I am building out a 24-book universe okay. that uh, connects certain of, our myth- uh, certain of our books together. Because, this probably will not surprise you, uh, but I'm a huge fan of mythology and world building and like connecting things together and uh, building out this universe. I just talked about Lovecraft, but I, I'm a huge fan of I'm a huge uh, fan of Greek mythology and Roman mythology, Egyptian mythology, Norse mythology. I'm just starting to get into Norse mythology, but these mythologies were like the that are, that are bigger than any one human are incredibly interesting to me. I, I think that's the best part of Marvel and DC is like the lore that they've built out over all of these years. Uh, and so I want to do that with our line. And it's very expensive to make a comic book. Like I self-fund all of this stuff. Even when we do a Kickstarter, all of them, all, the book is done before it ever hits Kickstarter. So with, uh, with all of the books we've ever had, I've done now seven Kickstarters and seven times I self-funded the book until it hit Kickstarter, and then recouped the money once the Kickstarter hit. Except for printing, I didn't like I didn't print the books because we do like exclusive things inside the books, right. based on the Kickstarter, based on the Kickstarter backers. But except for the actual printing, everything is done before I hit launch. Um, and those each of these each of these novels that we're talking about, or graphic novels, are twenty thousand dollars. So it's very tough for me as one person who doesn't have outside funding to fund those, but I can fund some really well-done novels. And, and I can, have. Yes, I can make those novels really good um, for much less, because all it takes is my time and my expertise. So I, uh, I decided that as a mythology person goes, I should focus on doing a lot of novels to help build out. I can, I can service my audience better and the wannabes better by just making sure that I'm giving them more content in this world because they've been asking for it. People have been asking for more Katrina for years and I've, been, I've said, I can't do more Katrina. I can't do it, like it's just too expensive. But I can do a series of Katrina novels and a series of Octa novels and a series of other novels that take place in this universe, service the fans, give them what they wanted while not having to spend $20,000 on a book but giving them the more lore that they want. And where can people find more about One Beat Press on the internet? So, uh, if you want to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I do have One Beat Press, but I very rarely check them. I check my own personal one much more, which is at Russell Nolte, which is my name. Uh, uh, two S's, two L's, and then N-O-H-E-L-T-Y. Um, and then... We are at Wannabe Press, uh, wannabepress.com. My personal is uh, russellnolte.com. And if you are a creator yourself, I do a whole lot of stuff for creators specifically. Can I talk about that for a second? Feel free. Okay. So I used to run a podcast, which is somehow equally popular now as it was when it was live. 
Uh, I still keep it live in archive form. It was 194 episodes. So it's called The Business of Art. It's available on iTunes. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. And, um... Cool. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play and everywhere else. It's called The Business of Art. I also run a blog called The Complete Creative at thecompletecreative.com where I talk about Kickstarter, building your audience, and uh, all of the things that are in my book, Sell Your Soul, How to Build Your Creative Career. Whenever, time, whenever someone asks me any question, I always send them to my book, Sell Your Soul, How to Build Your Creative Career, because 99 times out of 100, it answers their questions. And any last words for our listeners? Yes. Uh, for fans of lore and mythology, or fans of just fans of small companies that really do a lot to try and bring their fans into the experience, it's really what we're trying to do at Wannabe Press. Like, I want us to be an inclusive place where people feel safe, where people feel like we can all geek out together about things. So if that's the kind of uh, experience you're looking for in a company, like I, I am the company for the most part. So if you like what you heard here, I recommend checking out our books, or at least checking out our uh, us on Facebook and seeing what we can do, uh, what, seeing if it's something that you're interested in. If you go to our website, russellnolte.com forward slash mail, you can get four free books for signing up for our mailing list. And you can see if it's something that you're interested in. You get some emails from me, see if I'm the kind of person that you want to uh, put some time and energy and effort to, read our books and see if it's something that interests you. Because we would love to have you as long as like, you want to have us. Thank you for your time, Russell. Thank you. Thank you.